0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the the Warning Podcast. This is review number 338 with our review of Wild. I'm Christopher Schneezy.
1: I'm Chris Patrick.
0: And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the the Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we are in the middle of our crazy omnibus super review of uh, six films it looks like we're doing right now. Um, this episode will be a review of Wild. Previously in the feed, there was a review of Imitation Game. We're talking about The Hobbit, The Interview, Into the Woods, and Unbroken. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and just get into this, not waste any time. Boom. We're going to play a trailer for Wild and then come back and give you our review.
1: If your nerve deny you,
0: go above your nerve. Emily Dickinson and Charles Strayton
2: oh my god what have i done
1: i'm sorry you have to walk a thousand miles just to
2: finish that sentence why do i have to walk a thousand miles
1: happy trail cheryl turn turn away from the sun in my real life than I am out here. The Must have been some breakup, huh? Breakup is sort of a shorthand. How much do I love you? I miss you. God, I miss you.
0: My mother was the love of my life. Mommy! You're using heroin, and you're having sex with anyone who asks.
2: Only once every two minutes or
0: so. I have quit a bunch of stuff. Quit jobs, quit marriages.
1: You regret any of them?
0: I didn't have a choice. There's never been a time when there was a fork in my road.
2: Here are some questions I've been asking myself.
0: What if I forgive myself? What if I was sorry? But if I could go back in time, I wouldn't do a single thing differently. What if all those things I did were the things that got me here? All right. That was the trailer for wild as is with these reviews. I'm starting a three minute timer for Carson. Carson, what'd you think of
1: this film? Uh, wild AKA basic bitch takes a hike. Uh, I did not (laughs) like this movie at all. Um, (laughs) Reese Witherspoon, uh, horribly miscast as this in this part. I think the the story of this woman, Cheryl Strayed, uh, I don't think is interesting whatsoever. I don't know what makes her special. Um, I, that think th- on her on
0: her, I think tattoo on her arm. I think.
1: I guess. Uh, I mean, the movie does not convey at all uh, what made this woman so special and why she needed to go hike a trail i mean plenty of people's mothers die all the time um (laughs) you know you don't need to just you know get over it like i i know that some people it obviously affected her in a bad way um but it's weird it's just like why did she choose to go on the pacific crest trail like it just none of it makes sense really and it just none of it is really inspiring to me uh it's just like, she's not an interesting character at all. I mean, the fact that she, you know, she doesn't have anything to her, I think, that that would make this uh, a worthwhile movie. I mean, I guess, you know, it inspires people to, you can get up and you can do it and all this, and she did it, but it's like, she was also an idiot. Like, she was an idiot. She, like, didn't know what she was doing. She put on, like, took all this stuff and, like, I don't know, she was just, like, it that wasn't a smart move, that's what I'm just saying. And I think the movie is this wannabe Oscar kind of bait. And uh, I think it looks cheap. I It looks green and disgusting. And uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's up with this guy, Jean-Marc Vallée, uh, and his choice of making period dramas green because he did with Dallas Buyers Club the same thing. And it looked cheap. It cheapened the whole movie. Um, and I think that this movie is... I like Dallas Buyers Club uh more than this one because obviously the acting was really good in this. Here it's like I don't know, like Reese Witherspoon just could not assimilate into this role and she's trying to play like a twenty six year old. She just she has like a movie star face, like and then they showed the they showed the real life Cheryl straight at the end. She looks like this, like hippie, like granola girl and they just <laughs> they don't like that's not Reese Witherspoon, you know? It's just it didn't work. I, I really just dislike this movie, so i'm sure my three minutes are up uh you got 30 seconds left but we can pass to steven okay we'll pass it to steven steven what did you think
2: yeah i mean i completely agree with carson like i thought tim allen was fine in this but john travolta was just like what do you do (laughs) wait did i see the right movie
1: (laughs) martin lawrence did great white face yeah throw out to wild hogs
2: (laughs) anyway no i am i i Kind of disagree with Carson. Like I'm actually surprised this movie evoked such a response, uh, one way or the other. I I thought this was like the definition of a fine movie. Um, like not not especially good, not especially bad, but a kind of like standard crowd pleasing movie. I-, I I would actually say it fits very well with um the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, though it's it's less inventive in its visuals than Walter Mitty was, but it functions the same where the uh the story that it seems to be telling is go out and do something you know trying to trying to prompt a feeling in the audience that they should go live life a little more which like you know in in, in the right frame of mind that's pretty hokey and stupid <laughs> um, or like not necessarily the basis for a great movie but i think there are plenty of people in a frame of mind who would enjoy that story uh, I was actually in the mindset when I was watching it that this is all I'm going to see is a, like, kind of Walter Mitty clone where it's going to show me someone doing something in the outdoors and make me make me want to follow suit. Um, I, I, I feel like Reese Witherspoon was a little flat in this role, but I wouldn't say she was, like, terrible or anything. I, I just think the the character she's embodying and the story she's telling is not extremely interesting. It's kind of a very, like small story of just a person whose life went downhill and who decided to go and take this hike to prove herself. Um, yeah, I, I mean, nothing is of huge consequence in the movie and her her emotions and her sadness and everything isn't that deeply felt ever, but I still kind of enjoyed it for what it was, which was just a a walk through nature for a couple hours with <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a I don't know, maybe, romp through the forest. <laughs> I, I I went in expecting very little, and it I I thought it was a like competently made film. At least I don't think it did anything big, and it it certainly shouldn't be getting any kind of Oscar attention. But I also thought like I was happy to watch it for two hours, and I think it resonated with my audience quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't care that it was green. <laughs> um, if, <laughs> well, if she's the in nature. What so that's we're getting into green. Um. Yeah, but, I yeah, I wouldn't I'll defend it later. I I definitely wouldn't defend it as like a great movie or a groundbreaking movie or even argue with Carson's points, but I feel like compared to most things I saw this year it was pretty competently made movie that the audience seemed to enjoy, including me. All right. Oh, nice. just in time. Nice timing. Um I didn't use a
0: stopwatch that time either. Nice. <laughs> All right. So for me, uh I yeah, so I, I was the most excited for this film out of the three of us. I believe I thought it looked like it was going to be a good, interesting film. Um, uh, I, I think I think the watching of this film didn't bother me. Like I uh, enjoyed it enough um, as I was watching it. But I think that a film of this, there, there's really two two really important parts to a story like this you're trying to tell. One is you have to nail the motivation for why she goes on the trip. And two, you have to convince me that during the trip, her goal is accomplished. And I think the writing of this film is super muddy. And it could possibly be because the journey of the actual character this is based off of was really muddy in the same narrative sense. Um, And maybe this is accurate to her story. But for me, like, so Carson already spoiled that the mother dies. But the mother dying isn't really technically the motivation for this journey she takes. In, unless I'm reading the film wrong, she's standing in the middle of a clinic and sees a travel guide on a rack and just decides, looking at that, that she's going to go back to the clinic later on, pick up that book, and then hike that trail. Like, mm-hmm. I I would understand it if it's like the mother who we have already spoiled dies part you know in in the course of the film like if the mother was like on her bucket list was I have to hike this trail mm. and then she dies and the daughter is like well I'm gonna hike the trail for my mom that would totally make sense and, and, but I think I think that this film as a whole is building to a reveal that is never revealed and her journey is never like at the end of her journey I don't feel. I don't feel like she accomplished anything other than arriving at her destination. So there's no, so like you, you see these flashbacks to her and her husband. um, You see these flashbacks to her and her mother. And never do I feel this journey has anything to do with those actual groups of people in any way whatsoever. Like there's, there's, you know, the big, the big shot in the trailer is her, uh, you know, her talking to her husband um, or ex-husband and she's on the phone and he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, Cheryl, that you have to, you know, walk a thousand miles to... And then he stops, and then she's like, complete that sentence. What, I have to walk a thousand miles? Like, the, the quote-unquote money shot of this film would be <laughs> the answer to the question of why she has to walk a thousand miles. And there's never an explanation to it at all. This film does nothing to communicate why she's on this journey other than... She feels like she can find herself, I guess. And since it's, it's a lone, solitary journey, it's not like, like you know, like, uh, Stephen, you compared it to Walter Mitty. And in Walter Mitty, he is learning to live life with other people. He's seeing the joy of other people. And he's kind of like going on this journey and encountering these different groups of people and seeing different aspects of what can make a person happy. And instead, this film is somebody walking alone and not apparently learning anything. Um, so that's so for me, it didn't like the film and i will leave my last five seconds <laughs> <laughs> so well, i'll okay yeah well let's oh, get I, let's let's get to our follow-up our little five-minute segment so what were we gonna ask Stephen?
2: yeah i was just gonna say because you you Pointed to me about the Walter Mitty comparison. You really feel like Walter Mitty was about living with other people. I feel like all the money shots of the movie were him alone with a great force of nature nearby.
0: It it is, but like these scenes where he's really joyous is where he meets like little children in the middle of some hill, and he sees that like all they have is this ball to kick around, and yet they're really happy. Or you know, he meets interesting people along the way. You know, like there's, it's 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 not him learning to live with other people. It's him seeing the joy. Of simplicity of things, so so I, I it's not.
2: I I'm, I, get, I, w- I would say there's a lot to compare that to the hiking journey and the various people she meets. I, I I'm certainly not saying this movie had the same emotional highs that Walter Mitty did, but it did feel like the same kind of hallmark, pleasant if not like very groundbreaking type of goal that it was trying to do.
0: Yeah, but like you, you see here the, the like there's never a point on the trail where she seems like like, in Walter Mitty, there's parts where he's out there and he's just, like, staring into nothing and it's, like, feeling good. Like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. There's never a scene where she's, like... This is beautiful. She's always complaining, always bleeding, always hurting. Like there, there's not like her her biggest moments of excitement are getting to drink a Snapple and uh, when her REI boots arrive. <laughs> like, there's there's no there's no scene where she like feels exhilarated or or sorry there, there's the scene where she finally gets to eat hot mush instead of cold mush. She seems pretty happy then, but there's never like all she does is complain the entire movie. There's yeah, because no, she's
1: a boring person.
0: <laughs> there's no character building, and that's kind of what takes away from what could have been an interesting film to me.
1: Well, I think mm-hmm. the biggest the biggest reason why I uh, responded so negatively to this movie is because there was another movie that came out this year called Tracks, which was infinitely better and a very similar film in a sense that this woman, you know, decides to trek across the outback because, uh, you know, her father dies and he did this same trek and she decides to do it, like, in his honor. So, obviously, like, the motivation for doing it makes more sense and like
2: that alone is enough to make me say it's probably better than this movie and wild doesn't have adam
1: driver in it that's true true. adam Adam driver is not in wild so that's a another plus but also like she was the first woman to do this trek so that was like another you know i guess thing to do it but but i mean that movie just has like a lot of the same beats and it's just done a lot better and and obviously you know i thought of something like into the wild which is another you know going off just you know throwing everything away and going off into the wilderness type of movie which was also very good but uh
0: also the hatchet <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. but yeah you know there's just plenty of other movies i feel like that have this similar story and themes that have been done a lot better and and i, I think you know for being a true story um i don't know like wild is still very predictable in in its movie form and it's funny like my parents, when I was home over Christmas, asked me, like, oh, did you see Wild? And I was like, yeah, like, I didn't like it at all. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, we read the, we listened to the audio book, and we thought it was terrible. So, like, even they thought the, <laughs> the book wasn't very good. Even my dad said the same thing. He's like, I don't know what made this girl so special. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought, too. So.
2: Yeah, and I think that is, like, kind of a fundamental flaw with the setup of it, is it is a true story where the person who it's about was, like, heavily involved in the movie making process. Yeah. So. That's one of those things where they're going to push for verisimilitude, even if like maybe that doesn't make the most narrative sense yeah. for a movie. And to to, um, to them, obviously, the journey was pretty epic, but it's just yeah, isn't if, communicated to us what's so great about it. If you were in it, it would feel like I would personally say the the journey, me putting myself in her shoes, felt epic ish in the sense that like I would be happy to go and do something it actually made me want to go for a hike afterwards yeah um i would say the ending which we won't get into is kind of like a dull like it kind of takes away from the epic grandeur of it yeah the the way that it actually ended is quite lame um Yeah. yeah i don't i don't know it it can of course be mindset it can just be what your expectations are going in i i was certainly happy for the two hours i spent with it even if i know i will never revisit this movie yeah, I agree. And uh, la- last comment, just real fast, is the most interesting question the
0: film poses that doesn't give me a satisfying answer for is why her and her husband, when they get a divorce, decide to get matching tattoos. Like, I just don't get the motivation behind <laughs> that. And I wish the film would have spent more time talking about that because that was the most interesting thing it had to offer. That was the because most
1: in- interesting thing because the singer of Everclear was the guy who played the tattoo artist. <laughs> I was it's like, because they're the like, like, like dark
2: and gritty, dude. Yeah. Like, they're like real, you know? All right.
0: Well, that is our time for uh, this review.
2: So let's get into our verdict.
0: Carson, if you were going to give us a must-see, reckon with the caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must avoid, what would you
2: give it?
1: Must avoid. Watch tracks instead.
2: (laughs) Steven? Uh, Wait for rental. Solid mid-level movie to me. Totally fine. Not offensive. Not great
0: yeah uh i I think quality wise it's probably wait for rental but i i think i'm gonna slip it down to a must avoid just because like i oh i i literally like i i agree with what what steven said it's not it's it's sort of just middling it's not really that offensive but like there's not you there's no reason to watch it at all like if you were really excited for it um go ahead but i i would just say
2: i'm I'm gonna leave it as must avoid i won't mention the one reason to watch it for many people (laughs) oh god (laughs) The editing, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, the editing. Yeah, the you, can also, you
1: can also watch Freeway and watch the same, get the same, you know, <laughs> thing out of that. <laughs>
0: anyway, so uh, that is going to be this review. Um, yeah, Carson, if people want to find find you throughout the week, where can you do that?
1: Uh, practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Steven? sdavidmiller.com
0: you can find me at Christopher in Real or twitter.com slash Christopher IRL. You can find the podcast over at the com, where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to figure out when the episodes go live, you can follow us at dot uh, twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash the spoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4 TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for the episode will come from the soundtrack to Wild If that's available And uh, yep, we are going to head out And go review The Hobbit So we'll talk to you
2: guys later See ya Peace yes, I